This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I'm Shujanek. Joining me today, we've got Zanidra, we've got Aldino, and we've got Rook. What up? Hello. Uh, so, uh, today, uh, we are going to bring back our Dear Aetherite Radio segment. Um, so, this past week, uh, we asked you guys to submit questions, if you had any for us, and uh, we're just going to run through them and, and talk on them. I'm sure we'll go uh, off on several tangents. Uh, but, uh, if you are tuning in right now live on Twitch and you did not submit a question... Uh, feel free to drop one in the chat, and uh, we'll see if we can't work it in here between all of these. So, um, not really a lot of news right now. Lots of stuff coming up, um, and we will uh, dive into that a little bit later here. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's let's get right into it. Um, our first question comes from Enyo Coin uh, and says, Do you think the Warrior of Light is getting boring as a character? Every scion has changed from the beginning of the game and gone through hardships, but the Warrior of Light hasn't. I know as an MMO, some of it, uh, that is up to the player, but the whole silently nodding and being forced to do any small task being presented, even if you refuse in the dialogue choice, is getting boring. This is interesting because I do feel like we got probably some of the most like character stuff in Shadowbringers that we've had for the Warrior of Light in a long time. Yes. Yeah, like, I, agree. I I would totally agree up to Shadowbringers because it, it did feel like, especially once we kind of like lose the Warrior of Light thing, there was this period of time where I was like, well, we don't have the crystals and we don't have any of this other stuff. And now we're just kind of running around doing tasks. And then with Stormblood taking more of a focus on Lease and like you're just sort of there like supporting in the background, like all of that, it definitely did feel like yeah, uh, I feel like we're just sort of the token main character. But when we hit Shadowbringers and you get some of that great stuff, like the character interactions and those moments of weakness with the Warrior of Light, leading into all these discoveries and reveals that we get about them um, and and or the world that was without getting too spoilery, you know what I mean? I think that's really interesting and that really reinvigorated my own personal passion for the Warrior of Light. But I do agree that like the voiceless protagonist it it is a little strange in a more and more voiced game. And like I really appreciate that they gave us more of like a dialogue interface in Shadowbringers that felt as though they're, you know, they sort of revamped that it felt a little bit better. But I do agree that like there are some times where just the nodding doesn't feel as emotive as it could be, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's one of those things too. I mean, um looking back, uh, like the end of Heaven's Word um is when they really started to give us as the player more options in dialogue um you know you have that that bit with uh, with papa limo right mm-hmm. at the end of heaven's word and you have that dialogue choice and they even said like at the fan fest prior to that like we're looking at doing things more like that and so uh in stormblood you had some and i feel like even in, in shadowbringers even more um i think i think with shadowbringers especially um they you yourself the warrior of light or or darkness right hasn't really changed but they do something a little interesting where we have ardbert mm-hmm. which is kind of us but not us but kind of Podcast us, us. 
to yeah. where we we see <laughs> him as us kind of and and you do have that bit right at the end where it's Ardbert talking but it's your character and right. so i i think they're, they're definitely trying right they're doing what they can but there are i think understandably limits to that as well i think so, um side quests uh, job yeah. quests other other things you get uh lure tidbits from beast quests i think that fills in the personality a little bit more as well especially hmm. the job quests because that's going to basically change your warrior of light based on what you pick um I I also think and this is more of a silly comment, but if you would like the Warrior of Light to voice act, read aloud the text as it comes on your screen. There you go. I mean, yeah. I yeah. So I agree with the 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 role quest, especially this time, because each, you know, role has the, you know, original Warrior of Light from the first kind of in there. And to me it's like you picked a role. Here's a story that's not about you, but it, you could find parallels to your main character, to your warrior of light. So, yeah. like, that's that's why I like the caster one even more. You know, I, I feel maybe, you know, maybe not everybody likes their role quest, you know, you know, for the chosen role that they have. But I don't know. It just made me feel more connected because we got to see their adventures. And I'm like, yeah, I went on those adventures, you know, like my character in my head did this, did similar things. And that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. also theoretically, we don't know, but it's kind of been majorly hinted all throughout Shadowbringers, where well, our character is super connected to something with mm. the ancients. We don't quite know what it is. We have a bit, a lot of hints. That an idea. idea. Yeah, yeah an we're, idea. We're probably, you know, I'm not going to say it for spoilers' sake, but <laughs> uh, we're we're connected somehow, so I think when we finally get that reveal, we'll we'll get a little boost of interest as far as that I, uh, character that we are portraying goes. I think, yeah, and and I think with you know, like I said, with with Ardbert, right during that that last cutscene where you kind of he speaks through you, I think that there's definitely a direction they could go where they could do more of that kind of thing. But like, and again, I don't want to spoil things, right? But, um. Well, we've had spoiler cast at this point, like right, like that's. Yeah, uh, we have, but there's all. I don't know. It's so tough, especially hmm. with the Shadowbringers reveals because you know? they're so huge. Like, yeah. yeah. Don't do uh, it. Yeah, I mean, let's let's just say that there are languages in the game, and they could theoretically make us just talk via a different language. Mm-hmm. They right, you know, and, and and the echo and stuff. So it's like we do yeah. have a voice, but I, I don't know. I it, it's just it's an extension of what they did with Artbert. I think. Is, I think is really that Artbert was such a smart move because for a long time now, personally, I don't know about everybody else, but personally, I was really hoping that we would get more opportunities to just like see our character privately dealing with things because so much of it is like yes, fetch quest, or you know, you're just trying to move things forward. So it means like oh, we are interacting with these characters. Are we doing, like, we're doing these different things. Um, and one of the areas where I think that some of this, like, boringness of the Warrior of Light comes from is the fact that, I don't know if it's the engine they use or, like, what it has been exactly, but character animations and, like, emotive character animations, especially for the player character interacting with other characters, have been, they're tough to pull off 
And yeah. we haven't had a ton of them in the game, but the ones that we do have, like they just stick out in my mind immediately. <clears throat> like when you're holding Horshafont. And when that happened in the game, I was like, oh my God, I'm touching someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, that was baffling to me because it it's tough sometimes like that stoic nodding or the little things like mm -hmm. they haven't always been the most expressive so i don't mind an unvoiced narrator um i i or main protagonist character personally mm -hmm. but it does stand out more when there's like sometimes not even the facade of speaking you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's like everybody else is having this huge conversation and then it cuts to you and you're like yeah, and I mean that was that was part of what was so great with the last patch is you have that bit at the end where right. whatever person comes and like talks to you and well you even get to pick right if you've done the multiple the the job quests mm -hmm. and stuff and it's just yeah. like you have this moment of just it's just you and this other character that you know and some really good water pouring animations and it's it's great. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like exactly. I, as I was thinking of this scene, all I could think about was damn that water pour animation. It's so and it good. Gives you, like, it gives you something. Same thing with the part where like the warrior of light uh, collapses on the ground and is doing the a little bit of the, oh no, I spit up some candle wax. Like that part, <laughs> I don't want to spoil again too much. <laughs> right. But, like, that also don't eat felt candles, guys. Is... Don't eat candles. Like, yeah. but that felt very, like, very emotive. Um, so like Ardbert and the scenes that you get with him, all of that to say. I think it really gave us something in Shadowbringers where for once we finally had a moment where it's almost like you are talking to yourself, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Like you have a moment of reflection about what has happened and how that affects your character. And although there is another character there with you, it does very much have this like feeling of self-reflection and this private space that you have in the Crystarium. And I loved that because I think if they keep doing more stuff like that, we will start to feel more and more agency and kind of emotion from the warrior of light as a person and not just like as our vehicle for mm -hmm. as a player, you know? I think the real solution is everybody just needs to start doing a little bit of self RP. That way <laughs> your, your character just has a personality already and you happen to know it. Maybe nobody else does. Maybe it's not actually part of the story, but there it is. Yeah. I just hope that Ardbert is not the, last warrior of light analog that we end up dealing with i would love for some time in the future you know we're somewhere else and there's another warrior of light and the only reason we can find them or you know like interact with them is because we go that's what i would do if i were them mm -hmm. i would do this so i'm gonna go there and they turn up being there and that's another like warrior of light to warrior of light kind of thing or watching mm -hmm. them do all of these fetch quests or things like that and you're like my goodness you know, like your character is like, no, why are you doing this? Or I feel that, bro. Through. It's yeah. really crazy the amount of, of detail they put into to stuff. I mean, you know, with the the, mod, the the design of a modern MMO, right? It's very, like, people will say yeah. hand-holdy, right? But, um, you know, you think about, like, Heaven's Word. And, like, between all these different missions, like, Tataru's wearing, like, different clothes for, like, no reason other than, like, hey, it's a thing that we did because why not? Yeah. Like, um, and it's just, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's yeah, it's, it's little things like that. And, um there's not a lot of them, right? But having that, I think, is really cool. Just to, you know, these little kind of extra, like, I wonder if somebody, you know, if, if they would go over. Oh, they're right there. They got some bubble text and everything. Okay, cool. Awesome. So. Yeah, I would love it, too, if they actually. And this is the thing that I am. I don't know what they're going to do, right? Because we've been talking a little bit about, I guess, 
the possible true identity of the warrior of light again sort of being vague for people who completed it you know what we're talking about and all that good stuff right but i mean if there is some sort of I don't know, reunion of those different components or those other characters that could lead us to almost having our own engagement with um, the ancients and the worlds of the ancients. And even getting something that'd be like playable memories would be so cool. And like, if you could make some choices in there that would, you know, even like just let you kind of feel as though, oh yes, this was my character and like, this is who they might've been or, you know, like how things might Mm -hmm. go. I think that would be really neat. Now, like, I don't know if they'll do it per se, because we had all these crazy theories about like the new dungeon. You guys remember back in the past, we were like, oh, Maybe man. like we go back in our memories and then you're like, <laughs> back in, you know, and they didn't. And I, and you know, I think it, it's, it makes sense not to, because it is kind of tough to put in, but at the same time, it would be so cool. Mm-hmm. And if that gave you like the choices you made in those sort of little side things, gave you some additional dialogue with like the future Asians or things or like mm-hmm. choices you'd made there. Mm-hmm. That would be so cool. I would I mean, love well, that. And with, yeah. that. Well, and, and, you know, you know, I think there's an opportunity, like reusing content aside, right? Yeah. Like they could totally like role play us as somebody in the Amrot dungeon and tweak a couple things in the instance here and there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that could totally be a thing. I would love to see them to give us, you know, more feeling that it is our warrior of light to cast us back into heaven's word or something, the echo, you know, and see ourselves mm. do something. And then we get to respond to it. You know, like we get dialogue choices, like, Oh, right. You know, like, why did I, I always did that. Or, you know, like I shouldn't have done this or let you respond to them. Or, or al- al- alternatively, that's a really good way to be able to retcon something. If they need yeah. To. I mean, hey, remember when, when this happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could just be, yeah. Yeah, you thought it happened this way, but you know, via the echo, you can see the other side of it. This, that is, would be this cool. is what actually happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can like going back and like looking over the original question here that Enya sent in. I can definitely see how, like, compared to the Scions, for example, mm-hmm. the Warrior of Light has had a journey, right? Because when you do start out the game, I mean, you really are a baby. Like, you're a baby adventurer. You turn up on a caravan. You're like, "Hi, do you have any work for me?" And, you know, then you do just garbage stuff for a while because Mm -hmm. you are like a baby adventurer. So getting to the point where people do recognize you and obviously like you, you know, you've done all of these things. There is a journey there. But I do agree that like compared to some of the very scripted narrative arcs of the Scions, it, it doesn't feel as much like one because, you know, I think they want to let players have a freedom to engage with it or like not however they would care to as opposed to being like you know and then this is going to be so dramatic and sad for the warrior of light and then this thing like so we just get these you know few choice moments where maybe things happen to npcs around us or stuff like that that then we can respond to but it's not always like a very intense emotional full circle arc kind of deal for the actual warrior of light themselves because they are more the character or the players than they are, you know, like a scripted journey that this scion is taking to come to a new place. And this is the place they're going to arrive as a character, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, like thank grid, you know, sort of letting go of Minfilia and coming full circle and, you know, accepting this new person into his life. Like that's a very scripted arc for him versus, you know, a player character who could have any number of choices as to how they feel about things. But 
all of that said, I mean, I do think we could see some more of that and and not suffer for it, if that yeah. makes sense, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, we definitely got more in Shadowbringers, and I think it's something they have considered, and they've been dabbling, like, with Beast Tribes. You know, what if we do give Branch and Quest, which is Fusion's least favorite thing in the whole world? I and hate I'm it. Like, <laughs> I absolutely hate it. But for me, I'm like, oh, that would be kind of fun. And then there'd be more replayability on all characters. And like, so they're definitely considering it. And I hope we do get more choices and more agency to some degree. But, or but even... canonical choices. Yeah, <laughs> canonical like... choices. <laughs> it's hard. But Fusion, I mean, you like, did you like the way that they handled the, um, like the job quests and those optional, like you get, if you do all this and you get that like meta quest, you get this optional person you can speak to. Like, did you enjoy that? Or do you feel like that still gets I thought, into I thought that stuff was cool. And I'm, and I'm still very much like working my way through some of those, uh, mm-hmm. those job roles, but like, I thought that was fine. And, and I don't feel like there's, there's a difference between um, choices and, and talking about what's canon. And then there's just, I just simply haven't done this quest yet. Huge difference, huge difference for for me. So it's like, oh, this character died. Oh, this character lived. What? That's huge. Like that's a big like. Please don't do that anymore. Kind of kind of thing. But like you know, doing doing quests and it's just like, oh, I just haven't gotten to this, but it still happens the same for everybody. That's fine. Yeah, it's but it doesn't happen the same for everybody if you haven't done the meta quest of all the jobs. Right, because that that night that that visit could be because. Each one picks someone different. So which but, one is the but you're still one? you're you're still able to choose from the more or less from the same pool, right? Like you're not right. gonna have something that's like uniquely different from what like one person. It's like okay, you get to talk to like one of these five people. Like it's not nothing super crazy to me. Like that's right. fine, and I and I think that yeah, and I think that choice is fine. Yeah. So all right. And, all right. That makes me think of. Oh, you go ahead. No, you, you, you. <laughs> that just makes me think of uh, just like sandboxier games. That's not a word, but it is now, I guess. Uh, <laughs> they have this feeling of if I didn't do it, it would still happen, right? Like, is mm-hmm. that what you're saying, Bear Fusion? Like, if I didn't yeah. do that, you know, healer quest, that's fine. It still did happen. I just didn't choose. I didn't do it. It's still a thing. It's not a yeah. choice. If, if I were to, to level up White Mage and do those quests, they would still happen the way that they would if anybody else did them. For, else. For, for me, dude, Eureka is dead. For somebody else, they're around. Like, that's a big difference there. And that's, that's the kind of thing that bugs me. I, I mean, you know, similarly, like, you have the... Um, they're not Keekern on the first. They're uh, the uh, crap. The the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, so like they they changed that a little bit. Like so, it's you basically interpret the the history of them, and like you get that that visual representation in the uh, their their area, and it's like. All right, like that doesn't bug me as much. It still bugs me a little bit, right? Because we don't know what their canonical history is, um, but it's it's somewhat less impactful than like, is this person alive or dead? <laughs> like, <laughs> Katari, Katari. Mm. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. 
I couldn't. Yeah, it's been so long since I've I I've been done right. with those I for for too. months. Yeah. yeah, the rats, the cute rats, the little cute yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. It's it is interesting because this is just like a big dilemma, I think, and especially in MMOs where a lot of times your protagonist can just be the most boring character, just straight up, yeah. you know, because. Again, like we were saying, there's this idea of like, we don't want to prohibit anybody from engaging with the story, but, you know, we also want them to still have like a rewarding arc. So there is constantly this issue. And like we've seen, for example, like, wow, really deal with this. Like, oh, well, this player character has done all these massive things, but for like a long time in the expansions and wow, this is one of my biggest issues. You still felt like the grocery boy. Like, you show up and, like, nobody acknowledges you. There's, like, all these heroes and they're like, yes, we are heroes. Oh, yeah, Grocery Boy is back again. Yeah, Yo, that, fe- that feast ain't going <laughs> to prep itself, all right? Mm-hmm. I know. So, like, that always, like, sort of felt like the case. And then you got to Draenor, which was its own sort of special mm-hmm. can of specialness. But, like, they decided at last, you know, oh, we're going to actually give the player character a title. We're going to give them responsibilities in this world. We're going to give them a camp. We're going to give them a fortress. We're going to give them all this stuff that they can upgrade and do. And on one hand, I loved it because I was like, oh, I'm not grocery boy anymore. Like, I finally have a real place in this world. But on the other hand, it presented all these other weird issues with like, you know, you had like a solo instance that nobody else could come into that was like your fortress. Mm -hmm. And like, all these different things that that just caused these like weird dissonant issues or like weird slow mini games and tasks and stuff where you were sending people out. So it's kind of tough because like you do want your character to feel important. You want them to feel like they have a personal journey, but you also like have to leave room for it to be an MMO and for the story to be able to breathe and like mechanics to still sort of work around that and and negotiate for there being, you know, thousands of warriors of lights, millions of warriors. You, of you need to you need to be able to let the player upgrade from grocery boy to like assistant caterer. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's not like uh it's not like a game like Zelda uh, or any other game where you're the one protagonist who doesn't talk. It's just yeah. one character in Final Fantasy like Rook said, it's five billion thousand characters. Yeah. So they want to leave it a little bit more ambiguous. I think uh, bringing up Zelda, I think it might be interesting if they were to add little like sound, extra sounds that you make during the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to necessarily be a real voice. Or I mean, like, I mean, we have an entire like, cartoon with a fully voiced Link. So yeah, yeah th- I mean, yes, but like if if something happens where your character goes, whoa, you just don't go. And like lean yeah. back, your character might actually go, ah. Yeah, use yeah. the battle sounds that you pick, you know, because you Something pick a voice. Like yeah. Or I mean, I mean, like, I, I even like it when they. I mean, y- your character, even though it seems silly, even if your character's just like. Mm-hmm. like Sorry, Rook, are you muted? I can't. <laughs> like at least they're actually talking or engaging. And what's funny is that I feel like this is the most noticeable when they give us. Okay, like. It's the big heroic moment and every like all the scions or whoever's with us, they give their big speeches and it's so rousing and it's so exciting. And then you get to your character and there's always a choice. Either you get to like kind of pick some dialogue and you're like. And then everybody in the crowd is like, yay. Or you just stand there and they're like, would you like to say anything? And you're like. 
And like that, it's it's a weird balance because it feels like the high point of a lot of those narrative moments should be focused on your character. Mm. But because your character is unvoiced and they know that, they tend to push mm -hmm. the focus off on an NPC that can do a dramatic monologue. So like you kind of get taken out of the spotlight in a weird way in certain moments where you're like, my character would really like to have a voice in this. Mm. And so it's it it is like the unvoiced thing is kind of weird and kind of tough. And like, of course, they're trying to negotiate all of this. And um, I don't usually have a problem with unvoiced, but I think they're still trying to sort of figure out how they do that without compromising like dramatic high points. Right. If that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I think in that in that kind of vein, too. I mean, one of the one of the things that uh, it's one of those things like we all notice it, like you have a cutscene our character reacts and it's like one of like four different emotes. Yeah. <laughs> like give us, add some more emotes, add some variety. Like if you use, if you use, Hmm, in the last like five MSQ quests, don't use it again. Cause boy, is that repetitive? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I've just sort of realized uh, that really amused me was the, the latest stuff in Shadowbringers that actually does happen to our character where we're wandering around having to collect blank. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Everything you do in, in Shadowbringers that is focused on your character, the Warrior of Light, makes everyone else look really stupid. Like, but everybody would, else I is would, really stupid. I don't know. It just it makes the NPCs seem really unintelligent. Or like, why would you make that choice? That doesn't make any sense. And why isn't that an option in the game where you can be like, mm. hey, that's really dumb. Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. I, and I think that they could use our expertise a little bit better because apparently, yeah. you know, we're we're the warrior of light. We have fought so many world-ending catastrophes. You know, if there was a point where they were like, "Okay, we need to do this," how should we do this? And you pick, but the end result is you win in the end. But you pick, oh, I'm going to send Alice over there because I think she's better over there. Mm -hmm. And you get little cutscenes of what you chose. The result is going to be the same, but how you got to it is different. Yeah. Or, you know, like, you could be like, oh, I'm not very good at tactics, so why don't we let someone else do it? Like, so you mm -hmm. could give the choice of either, no, my Warrior of Light is a commander. I'll tell them to go here. Versus, I, no, I don't know what to do. And yeah. me meanwhile, I'm yeah. in Eden like, yeah. don't channel Shiva. What the hell are you yeah. doing? And they go and do it anyway and just completely disregard my opinion. Are you a moron? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, that was that was ridiculous. I actually, I did really like it because I think uh, Guild Wars 2 has been experimenting a little bit with this in some of their most recent patches. So like we have this this map recently that it's like a civil war. Mm -hmm. And so your character who is this commander is kind of embroiled in the midst of all of this. And you have these players on your side that are sort of in the divide of this race that has like fractured and is sort of warring with itself. And as you kind of go through it, you learn about like, you know, each of these different leaders and what they've been doing on the map and in the zone and like what their strategy is and how they're combating it. And you can like kind of ask people about like, oh, yeah, well, how is that working out or what are we trying? Like, what's our goal on this? And then there are these key junctures where you get these dialogue options and you would legitimately have to think because somebody will say to you like, okay, well, we need to accomplish X, but from what you've learned about all this stuff and your own expertise as a commander, whose strategy do you think we should go with? Do you even know the strategy? Like, were you even paying attention to the different right. strategies? Did you, like, do you know these characters? And while we don't quite know yet, like, exactly how the scale of those choices will pan out, and kind of like you were saying, it still ultimately, essentially, leads us to the same general events that are occurring mm -hmm. but there are like these nuances that can kind of happen around that 
um, and that may change the direction of certain, you know, strategies, efficient, you know, whether or not this really worked or didn't work or things like that, that um, I really found gratifying from that standpoint of, yes, like I am a character that has expertise. Why would you want me to just go pick five flowers? You've got like right. 20 people sitting on their butts in the corner. Like just go make them pick the because five they know that you'll pick the best flowers. <laughs> it would be more work. Yeah. I think that that's the the bottom line for the yeah. dev team. Sure. That would be more work for them. I think yeah. it's it's one of those things in in narratives, and you know we see it in a lot of really popular fiction like Game of Thrones and Expand. The Warrior of Light is a perspective. It is your perspective, and it is an mm -hmm. important one. But you should be able to pick where your perspective is. So like everything is happening the same. But since I am a healer, I picked to be with them. So I saw it through with them. But if you did it again and you said, I am a melee, I'm going to be on the front line. So you saw the battle from the front line perspective. Like just little things like that, you know, that my warrior of light is a caster. So I'm in the back or, you know, whatever. And then with these group of characters, but everything happened. You just mm -hmm. saw a different perspective of it because you picked something different. But it's hard to do because how many perspectives are you going to make? And, and I think... Oh. Talking about different perspectives too. I mean, we have that thing again. It's it's giving us um, something more than just the the silent protagonist, right? When we do like the role play events, right, where you yeah. go and play as whatever these characters are, um, and so obviously it's not your character, but it's you in the game with a character that usually is voiced, you know, has the personality, you know them and stuff, and so. Giving that to us, I think, every so often as well kind of helps to break up any, like, monotony yeah. that people might feel from that. I would like to see a lot more, you know, like, yeah. role I think roleplay, maybe that, maybe you're right, maybe that was part of their solution, you know, they were like, well, it's kind of boring being you and you don't get the talk, so maybe we'll put you into <laughs> someone who has more of a personality. Who knows? It's kind of boring being you. And, and, oh, and yeah, I am... Though. I mean, a little... it also facilitates the story outside yeah. of the player's reach, right? Mm -hmm, like definitely. things that are happening that we need to know, but that like don't we don't necessarily yeah. have a window into, you know? Yeah, and it, I'd be curious to see what the the kind of uh, the workload, like the the resources, the costs are between like, uh, you know, like a, a, an echo cutscene versus like a little role play chunk mm -hmm. of gameplay. Because um, I mean, I can you know I can remember back in like Stormblood, we had these random like one-off cutscene shots of like the of Garlemald, and like mm -hmm. yeah, like it was Garlemald, but it maybe wasn't like a really finished-looking Garlemald. It was just like this is all they're gonna see Garlemald <laughs> like. Um, <laughs> and so to to get something like that bit with a sitting when you're actually walk, like running around in the 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 building like that, like that was really cool. Um, and I would assume for stuff like that, those. Are potentially areas they might reuse yeah. um so it's maybe the the upfront cost is high but in the long term like that that's gonna save them money for stuff so i i don't know i'd be curious to 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 get a little more insight on that but i do actually really love now that i think about it more al do you know your idea of like having different perspectives possibly of like sections of the msq depending on what like your character chose like and this would be so hard for them to do yeah. but like Thinking about our job quest from Shadowbringers, right? Like, if you're playing through that main story quest and you reach a juncture where they're like, you know, hey, well, at this juncture, what you determine will be sort of like the role you'll fulfill for like the next X amount of quests or whatever. Um, so that like the job quests were actually integrated into like 
the events of the MSQ, I like they are kind like they're tied yeah. in Shadowbringers. And if you do all of those job quests, you do actually unlock like a meta quest that has some like, cutscenes and things that are like really cool additional lore mm -hmm. to Shadowbringers. But it would be kind of neat if you could like actually just have it all be like streamlined. So you could say like, yeah, in this battle or in this thing we're doing or in this whatever, I want to go in as a healer and I, you know, I want to be supporting. Like this is my expertise as a warrior of light. So I'm going to heal or I want to be on the front lines or I want to be. And then you would actually like play through a different perspective. And like you said, the events could all still be the same, but mm. like there might be different like narrative high points that would kind of suit that style of character a little bit mm -hmm. more like some dialogue options or some things that could happen where you know like you save somebody's life in this crucial moment as a healer or like you know you get this cool cutscene where you're like actually doing like life-saving right. work over a character and then like if you're on the front lines you get some epic moment where you're like bashing your way through like that would be really fun and still give you a sense of that character and like in stormblood they did give us um a few little cutscenes and things where they like recognize that you were a healer yeah, or thing, yeah. but mm -hmm. um, to actually kind of integrate those two things would be really fun. And then with New Game Plus, you could just go back and replay, yeah, and it wouldn't be like you were locked out of anything. Mm -hmm. You could just go through. Like I think that would be a lot of fun. My right. my my biggest be concern, be biggest, yeah, with with something like that would be um, looking overall for for cost resource budget. What yeah. did they then take away from? Because we had the the roll quests with Shadowbringers, and they were they were really good. Again, I'm still going through them. But then you also had the one level eighty job quest, yeah. um, and they were very templated. They were very copy paste for a lot of them. They were not great, um, and so you know, there's there's always that balance yeah. of okay, we could make something really great over here, but then what about this other stuff that we want to do too? It's I that mean, kind of I'd be fine if they scrapped any cut like those quests were so they just didn't even matter. I haven't even done like <laughs> half of them and I've done yeah. all the role quests for Shadowbringers, but like yeah. I was so underwhelmed by those little like 80 caps for the quest. Yeah. Like, they were terrible. scrap that and give me something where yeah, it feels like this job that I picked is doing something iconic in let the story me, like i wouldn't mind at all let me teach the new summoners to summon phoenix or at least the ones that could well you know like it, yeah but... and it's it's hard too because like obviously with you know if you integrate them into like a, a new msq like there's something to be said for that but also like you know the the relationships with characters you have for your job quests i think is is it's more of that kind of side content that uh, I don't know. I would rather see that stuff emphasized more. Like if mm -hmm. if they need to somehow weave it into like the like a like a role quest, but include more of like the job quest NPCs or something. Like that's that's fine. But I think we need to eliminate like the the high quality and the low quality of like the job mm -hmm. progression story stuff. Like I think there's there's such a a, a huge gap between like the the one for Dragoon. It was just like. Oh, like we need to remember Nidhogg. Nidhogg wasn't all that bad, and like they didn't even use animations. It was like a static image of the model of Nidhogg, just kind of like moving around. It was terrible. It was terrible. Like it looked like yeah, it was just it was not good. And so I, I it was oh, no, bad. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know I was, where I was going with that, other than it was not good. <laughs> I was trying to remember. I was going to say that. Uh, well, I, I do really like the idea of being able to pick actually your actual place on whatever battlefield. I think that they would probably have a huge, huge influx of complaints from people like, I want to do this one and this one. I want I didn't get to see all of them. I don't want to have to play through it five times to get 
all of the details. So I think that mm-hmm. that's a really like I I think the idea walk. of um designing content to be repeated in New Game Plus that's not a good idea. I I, I agree. I think there would be well, a lot of complaints I, about that. I have to agree and disagree because I've experienced this in in Guild Wars Two. So like the base game of Guild Wars 2, depending on what race and then also a variety of different background factors that you choose, you have a different trajectory, like a different opening story that you play through for every single race, every single character. And you meet different NPCs that you might then have like a more personal bond to, you might get additional lore from, you might have like all these different things with, right? And I, when I first started playing the game, I didn't totally realize the full depth of that and while ultimately all the stories do end up branching into the same like they they do come through where you end up at the same end point right Right. in that core game um i found that the community has actually responded to it in a way that is like it has way more replayability because people want to make characters or they want to do that so that they can go through and like if they're a lore oriented person, they can get that lore. And if they're not, they never suffer for it, right? Because they probably mm-hmm. chose things that they wanted anyway that were sort of tailored for them that they, you know, they were like, yeah, I like being a melee or I like being a whatever. So and I like this story background or whatever it was. Um, but I think with something like New Game Plus, while I don't think just designing for New Game Plus is a good thing. The fact that 14 is a game that lets us play every single role that now mm-hmm. has a new game plus feature, like all of those different things are really unique to the game. So if they gave us some reason to like give more weight to those new features and, and give and you yeah, an and that's that life, you're not wrong with that either. I mean, it's definitely a, a unique thing that not, you know, I can't think of any other MMO right now that has a new game plus. So to like, it's, it's one of those things, like as soon as I said, like, don't design the, you know, content, you know to to use it but also like yeah they i could see them doing it right right yeah so thing is uh (laughs) they have in the past said okay so to back up a little bit i personally would like that uh like the uh katari thing i was on board with having different paths i don't personally uh mind Hmm. that i think it's great especially if it's tailored to choices that you've previously made with your job or whatever in the game but uh in specifically the 14 community in the past we've had people that were complaining about uh savage for example or or actually yeah. at the time it was normal normal uh rating which is now kind of savage rating uh had was the only one that had the story and people that didn't want to do rating never saw that story so they kind of well, there was there was a, a lot an outcry really from people who wanted to see that story because it's a great story but didn't necessarily have the ability or desire to do that content. And so they adjusted it so that everybody could see everything in the next expansions to come. So I think that they probably are already in the mindset that they should make everything as available to the populace as possible because of yeah. that reaction back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they wanted to get, if they wanted to get dangerous and try it out, I personally wouldn't mind. And I think that there'd be plenty of other people that also didn't mind, but we, I think as a community, I probably have to put that out there. Like, Hey, it's okay to try this if you, if you want to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the great thing. And I've, I've said this before. It's difficulty aside, being able to try content is always something I feel like, like final fantasy 14 has done well in, in most regards, even like you're not, 
I mean, yeah, you can do Party Finder for Savage or whatever, but you can easily queue into, like, a normal mode, right? It's not like, like Destiny 2 where it's like, oh, you want to raid? Mm-hmm. You need to either have, like, a pre-made group where the game doesn't have tools to do that, or you need to use, like, a special ticket thing, and you need to be on voice comms. It's a terrible system. Um, but, yeah. but Final Fantasy XIV makes things accessible, and I think yeah. that's that's really important. They learn the lesson from uh, looking for raid in WoW, even though there's less story. In, in WoW raids, everyone still wants to see them, and so now you can mm-hmm. just queue up for them, you know? It's not the same version. It's much easier. It's, um, it's, a, it's a bouncy castle. Um, but, you know, whatever. That's fine. You still got to see it. You got to see but, the boss. But do they make you take your shoes off? Uh, I don't I do. know. I don't mm. think I would take my shoes off in, like, Nyalotha. There's so many tentacles and squishy things. I don't want to walk on them. Oh, geez. No. Gosh. No. <laughs> That's that's. I awkward. do see here in the chat, Isaac says, mm-hmm. there's definitely more of a focus on character identity in Guild Wars 2. I think that some of the budget yeah. of 15 that gets pushed over to some side stories and stuff floating around in areas that most folks never even touch could 100% be redirected to areas that should get more focus. Mm. I, I can see that, especially yeah. when it comes to like character identity again. It's there's so much content in 14 and like that's honestly what i love like i love the storytelling in 14 like any references or comparisons i make to any other mmos is just because i think it's interesting to see how different mmos are answering this same dilemma like across the board like how do we do this or create this and everything kind of has its pros and cons right like 14 has an amazing story and i love all the side content and story that's out there but kind of like we were talking about yeah i do think there are sometimes um like those 80 bonus quests, they really felt more to me like a, well, here's the last time you're going to see these characters and things because we're not going to do every single job has their own quest anymore because we can't do it and there's too many jobs. So this will be the last thing you get for the current max level jobs. And from here on out, we're going to be doing something more like role quests as opposed to job quests, which... Again, I don't mind. I just think that it's going to be one of those things where, um, like, the the job quests in 14 and talking about, like, having interest in your Warrior of Light, right? Because that was kind of the question. Like, is the Warrior of Light boring? And how do we kind of foster this connection in game to make them interesting, right? I think one of the things I always heard about those job quests is that some of the job quests just did not feel iconic to the job at all. Like, you get one and you're like, oh, great, I'm warrior, so this should be all about, like, my inner beast and, like, release, like, how I'm, like, trying to rein in my own power so that, like, I don't hurt anybody, but then I can use it to protect people. But, like, a lot of times the writers could do anything from, like, yes, let's make it iconic to, I don't know, make it, like, a funny thing about this guy over there who's funny. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and yeah. it didn't always feel like it was saying something about your character as a reflection of that job identity. Um and even in Shadowbringers, I mean, those role, those role quests that we had also did not feel focused on our character and their role. It felt more like, here's a piece of lore that's important and like a connection to our understanding of Ardbert and his, you know, group and the things that led up to what happened in Shadowbringers. But yeah. like, it's not about you being a caster. Yeah. It's not about you being a, you know, so like, I think if they did give us something where those role quests, kind of like you were talking about, Aldino, where they tie a little bit more into our personal journey, or there's something within them where it really feels like the focus is on your character, their identity as that thing, and like how that affects stuff, it would also give us just a little bit more 
personal unique flair, you know, because like the classes do have a lot of flair, but we don't always get to really, really identify with that. Yeah. Oh, the face you just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm I'm talking bad about the summoner end cap, and it's probably one of the better ones because you mm -hmm. actually go someplace and do something and actually <laughs> get a cutscene with an important person that no one else gets to see, you know. But then it just kind of ends, you know, because it was the yeah. one quest you have. So, like, for me, the end cap quest, if it is the, okay, and now we're never going to see these characters again, I'm like, you should not have made this quest the way you did. Because it just <laughs> kind of leads into the, hey, you're a resource to train these people, right? Yeah. Cool. Bye. Till next expansion. Great. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, that was my issue like with, with, with Dragoon. It's like, it's like, hey, so, like, we had that whole expansion pack where, like, Nidhogg was the bad guy. Um, but you know, like, but you know, things happened and he was understandably angry. So like, we should just, we should just take a second and think of Nidhogg. And I'm like, what? Like, no, why is this a thing? And then it's just like moving images. Like it's not yeah. even like animated models. It's, it's like a puppet show. Like it was oh, so bad. Like how much cooler would it have been if you had somehow, I don't know, like tapped into... I, it, it's, I don't know, it's Didion's memories of Nidhogg or something, like, had mm -hmm. a conversation with him or something, or, like, talked to Hayes Velger, who, like, you then, through a conversation... Right? Where's this, that, like, that inner monologue during that last fight where he's like, yeah. he's like, yo, Asidian, sorry I made your armor, like, all red and bloody and stuff, like, I'll pay for the, for the dry cleaning, um, but also we need to fight these guys right now, because this is, like, the penultimate yeah. battle, so... Yeah, but I'll, I'll pay for the bill, it's fine. Yeah something that would have been a like more i guess again like more of a personal story arc where you're like well hmm. what is the coming like the full circle of nidhog perhaps it's that although he was consumed by wrath originally it came from a place of love right great so like let's make a quest that gives you that mini journey where <laughs> like you realize and you can finally truly put to yeah. rest uh, uh, Nidhogg's was... legacy maybe they like, felt yeah. like they were cool. Beating a dead horse with that, though, because well, that was the, the big I think point the, of, of Heaven's Word. Right. The The issue, I think, is the writers were like, okay, and not to bash the writers, like the, some of the writing in, in Shadowbreak, <laughs> oh, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. amazing, it's right? Incredible. But it's, it's like, okay, we are going to let you have one job-specific quest, and it's this is the, the budget for it. Um, and then, like, I think it, it gets even worse when you do multiple end cap mm -hmm. job quest because you get to see it's it's very patterned it's like oh yeah. here you are oh you were on the first that sounds crazy here's what's been going on with us and it's very like just point 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 mm -hmm. done and it's just like why even bother at that point yeah. like it's i don't know yeah yeah i feel like in, either... in, in mm -hmm. chats made a point they probably don't want to put too much into these pointless side stories that anyone will do and uh, a bunch of us have already admitted that we haven't done the 80 quest. So that's that's a good point. I mean, I it's mean. true. But I think that if something is good, players talk about it. I mean, think about how many people have picked up mm -hmm. Dark Knight just because yes. they heard the job quests were the best quest in the entire, like right. some of the best writing in the game. Like, if something's good and it shines, people will do it. Mandreville, same deal. I mean, that's a whole quest chain. Where the hell is, where the hell is he? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're a month out from 5.3. We haven't seen him for like years. Where is this guy? Yeah. I don't know if you heard, but there's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> it's that. It's that. Wow. All right. <laughs> um, um he got sidetracked. 
all of I don't, this can be said. I was not expecting I that response. <laughs> I wanted to just circle back to what Zen said earlier because obviously we talked about all sorts of things like places we think they can make the quest stronger to give you more mm -hmm. of a personal connection. Places that Shadowbringers, I think, really excelled when it came to uh, communicating a little bit more about the Warrior of Light. All those different, like, there's a lot of things that we kind of covered in all of this. But then I wanted to circle back to what you said about roleplay. Because this is something that, like, people don't think about a lot. But, like, when it comes down to it, like we were saying in MMOs, your protagonist is always going to have to kind of one size fits all, right? In some sort of way. And how you try to give players variance within that is great and there's ways to push it and talk about it and discuss it and customize it a little bit more but like of course it's going to kind of come down to the fact that ultimately one size fits all you got to have this thing and it's got to happen and all players need to be able to do it but mm -hmm. role play while a lot of times people i mean even if you don't role play with other people but you have your own head cannons or like you go back through quests and you're like just thinking about stuff or like you are actually actively role-playing uh, during our, for example, uh, pandemic delay. Like, mm -hmm. there's all this time that we have in-game, and there are so many people who are writing really incredible narratives and stories and re-envisionings of things and, like, using what's in the game as a creative jumping point to kind of, like, jump off and start sort of envisioning their own things. Like, this is not going to be for everybody, but if you find that you do, like, want more of a connection, I usually encourage people to like try some role play because mm -hmm. before you know it, the weight of what you've experienced outside of what the game can provide you even like in the time and resources that they have, then only enhances your experience and connection as you continue on in the game. And I, th I think that's a really fun thing to kind of do on your own to supplement it. If you are finding like, oh, well, maybe this character is a little bit boring to me now, but you can find ways to make them interesting and then still have their journey make sense to you, which is really, I think, fun. Yeah um all right so that's that's our first question yeah i was gonna i was gonna let people yeah <laughs> uh so when when i do the main story quest i really like i don't think of that character that warrior of light as my character because i do role play my character has a different personality has different interests doesn't do any of that stuff um much more of a you want me to save who i no mm, bye Right. But uh, I do think of a couple of my friends' characters who I know are more heroic. So I like put little stand ins. Yeah. Uh, and, and those characters also have uh, different personalities, obviously. So for me, the Warrior of Light's never been boring because I'm always tacking on those little RP things, which, you know, not everybody has to or wants to do, which I totally understand. But for me, it's never been boring. Just because I I do add my own little flair mm -hmm. in my in my little head cannon. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Uh. Question two. We're almost like an hour in. Question two. Um. My name is Panette. Uh, I just started playing fourteen about a month ago, and I mean white mage. I'm trying to figure out if wands and shields are generally better than canes and staffs. Uh. Cursory Google searching reveals threads from nine years ago. <laughs> Uh, they actually took it. ones and shields out for yeah. the most part. Like they're they're yeah. still there, but there's actually a, a portion in time where they were like, "Hey, you know that wand you have from like uh, Garuda? You can turn that in for a staff because really staves are staves are, are your weapon now. So mm -hmm. uh, there's not really a difference. Um, and once you get past a certain point in the game, they don't exist. You'll yep. just yeah, that's that's all you'll be seeing anyway. So yeah. 
it's not a choice of weapons it's just that they yeah. decided to do to do staves instead of the wand and shield at a certain point <laughs> it, it's 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 just it's one of those 1.0 remnants right where they're like yeah. we're gonna give people freedoms and 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 conjurers can equip heavy armor and it'll be great paladins, yeah paladins used to be able to use a knife and a shield yeah uh, and then right yeah. before we got yeah man right before we got rogue i call it rogue uh it is rogue anyway right before yeah. we got rogue they were like we're taking the knives out don't worry about why yeah. oh these paladins really so, quit, but my little stabbies yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you have, if you had a knife left over from 1.0 as a paladin, you can still use a knife, but that is the only case. Yeah. Yeah. Usually good tip, as you are leveling early on, like as a new player, um, just above your character window, there's going to be a, oh, like automatically equip best gear. What is it actually? Yeah. yeah rec recommended, recommended. Recommended. Yeah. Gear. So if you click on that, it will just automatically slot in whatever you have that's going to be like the best. Um, and I mean, obviously as you get later on in the game, if you end up in end game content, there are more nuances with like specific types of substats that you might want or things like that versus just raw eye level. But early on, I would just say like hit that recommended gear button mm -hmm. and whatever ends up on there ends up on there very early. It'll be probably some sort of shield wand, but eventually it'll turn into that state. And, so. and as, as a note on that too, um, it will only grab uh, stuff out of your armory chest for that. So if you have stuff in your inventory, make sure to get it into your armory chest. Yeah. Um, and then that'll, it'll run that. Cause if it's just sitting in your inventory, it's not going to count that. Um, it won't, it won't be able to see that. So. Yeah. It is good to note that um, if you're having trouble getting gear at a lower level, the thing that you do want to concentrate on is your weapon, because that's going to make, the most difference stat wise mm -hmm. uh, for what you can do with the abilities that you have. So uh, if if you have a choice between a weapon and a body piece, for example, choose the weapon if it's an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a hierarchy. You know, it's one of those things where it's a very specific question. So I know you had trouble, you know, finding it yeah. just because, yeah, you know, when someone's new, you think and you're like, oh, well, maybe someone has a video about this. Probably not for that. But I definitely would recommend watching any leveling guides like Shadowbringers blank job leveling guide if you can find it out there. At the very least, they'll be like, don't worry about that. You know, just keep going until you can get a stage. Yeah. There there are entire books written about how to how to level certain jobs and stuff. So there's definitely those, those kind of resources are definitely out there. So yeah. it may not seem like the best place to look when you're just like, do I use wands or, you know. But some of that information might not be there. So if you yeah, don't find it, you know, get get another 15, 20 levels on your, your conjurer white mage and you'll find out that there's not really that option anymore. So <laughs> don't, don't be afraid to ask people like yes. if you go into a dungeon or something or just just out in the world, just in a shout. Don't be afraid to ask people because a lot of times you'll find people who are ready and waiting to answer these questions. Uh, yeah. There's also the, the novice network if mm -hmm. you uh, want to mm -hmm. jump in there. Uh, sometimes the novice network is uh, not as as good as they'd hope for it to be. But mm -hmm. if, yeah. if if you don't want to go in there, there's shout chat. There, honestly, there are people who will look at your shout and just straight up answer your questions. So. Yeah, I mean, where, wherever you are, there will be a mixed response of of people. Um, yeah. Usually, though, there are more good people than bad. So so keep that in mind. You may still get some bad experiences, but that's usually not the the the, the norm. If you so, for example, with, though, if you're in a dungeon. Um, since that's the first one I threw out, if you have a question about how you should handle something in a dungeon, like if something goes bad, everybody dies, just don't be afraid to be like, hey, I'm new. I don't know what just happened. Can you explain it to me so that doesn't happen again? Like, don't be afraid to ask. Yeah, yeah. people are usually really amenable to it. And with things like the novice network, 
Novice Network is like a special chat channel that is specifically for like veteran players, mentors to help uh, new players. Um, you do need to get invited to it. So if you just go to like a major city center and you shout in the zone and say like, hey, could I get an invite to the Novice Network? Or if you look for anybody that has a little like mentor crown next to their name, um, you can also ask them to shoot you an invite. And they can invite you to that channel and you can stay in there and, you know, hang out if you want. If you don't like it or you find that your particular server has kind of like a weird environment or a hostile environment, you can also choose to leave the channel. But um, it does give you like some good in the moment. Just, hey, question, mm -hmm. uh, what? And then you can usually get an answer. Uh, all right. Yes, welcome. Um, our next question comes from uh, Notra Lieber Edmund from Siren. Uh, they say, do you think we'll see an expansion of what goes in the Glamour Dresser and Armoire uh, changed to allow us to sort legendary weapons and more of the job-specific <laughs> gear from hitting your jobs uh, max level breaks? Uh, the, oh, God, I hope so. This has been an issue right for now. me for yeah. a long time, so uh, Aldino will be happy. I actually geared up my summoner this past week, <laughs> and, and I've started taking my summoner up a little bit. Um, and I was like, you know... Like I had, I had the full Shire set left over from when I when I took my Red Mage up. So I'm like, I need a I need a summoner robe. Like the Shire the Shire caster set's really nice. I need I need that summoner robe. And I knew, I knew that I had upgraded that first piece of AF so that I could dye it. But you can't yeah. store it. So I probably spent ten minutes trying to find this damn thing through all of my retainers uh, because you you can store normal AF, but if you augment it, you can't store it, and that's mm. lame. Uh, <laughs> research i mean there's that too yeah um, look it just should not be as complicated as yeah. it is no, like, no it just just straight up should not be and like i super appreciate because we really do when you look at it have more raw inventory space especially combined with saddlebag especially combined with retainers especially combined with wardrobe and and glamour dresser and all these things now right like we have more raw inventory space than almost any other mmo gives you just right off the bat but we also need it more than almost any other MMO because almost nothing in the game actually goes into some kind of like just list or, or you know, compiled sort of inventory. We don't have crafting inventory. You can play every job on one character and those jobs all level differently. So you need gear at different thresholds for all of that. Like we need that space and dyes don't go into it just yeah. like a dye thing. So they just sit. I just and there's so many different currencies. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and, and if you think went, if you think <clears throat> 14 is bad. Play 11, where 11 yeah. has gear swaps for each ability that you use. Oh, you want to use a cure spell? Great. Oh. Let's swap in, like, an entire new set of accessories and armor. No, no, no. I will never and you can, still, you can still play all the jobs, so that's a lot of them, don't we? Yeah. It's I just, hard. Like, <laughs> it's unfortunate, because it's kind of like what we were talking about with fellowships. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's a system that we have that addresses something, but I don't feel like it really comprehensively deals with everything that we need, right? Like, I'm super grateful right. that we got the Glamour Dresser and we got all the stuff, but, like, there was this idea that, like, all gear that you got from events and then all of your artifact gear, it was all going to be able to go in the wardrobe, but then half of it doesn't go in the wardrobe, and I can't actually, it just does not go in the wardrobe. 
even like the more recent with the bunny outfit or from the one of the events that happened. I was like, I, are you kidding me? I can't put this that in the was really game. weird. Yeah. They've been very consistent for years. Yeah. As soon as you got that event thing, it could go in the armoire that was already programmed. Or, or, or like or like worst case, like yeah. the patch after or something. Right. Like it was always pretty easy to get in there. Well, and then you have the you have the glamour dresser and then you have the armoire, which are two separate things. But yeah. kind of not because you can take stuff from the armoire and use it in the like. It's so weird. I mean, you got that weird spaghetti code, so you can yeah. only use the dresser in your in room. Who goes to your in room? Right. I know. And we can't. We don't have an object yet for the free like for company houses or yeah. for your personal housing where you can. Use I don't know it. if we'll ever get it because that was that was yeah. one of the first things we asked Yoshida after. After they started talking about glamour dressers, I'm like, so when can I drop one of these in my house? And they're like, let me tell you something about coding. Yeah. Uh, so, for, so who knows for, if we'll Laura, ever get it? Yeah. For Laura, for real, in the chat, uh, an armoire is a piece of furniture that you can either put in your personal slash FC house, or it's also in the in room mm-hmm. where you can store certain event items and also original AF. It's yeah. very specific to that. It's just a it's a, it a like different first form step. of storage. Yeah. It was yeah. it, it predates the uh, the commode as I like to call it. I still have yeah. never even tried to make a glamour plate. I should do that one day. What? Uh, yeah, I'm not even trying. It's it a whole expansion. No, it took me it, a whole expansion to to even try the the glamour dresser. And what I is shared. happening with all what? of your glamour games? What are you doing? <laughs> I had lives? I had two retainers just full of glamour stuff. Yeah. Right. And at that point, I said, okay, I should try this other free inventory. So that is why I eventually tried it because I didn't want to go to my in-room. I still don't like going to my in-room. I liked being able to go to my FC house, which I was probably already (laughs) at. Do you not want to be fashionable? I I am fashionable more conveniently. I do not understand any of the words that Nidra or Alvin said to us in the last five minutes. All right. All right. Next next week, uh, the episode's just me and Rook. Uh, We, we, (laughs) I don't, I can't talk to these two anymore. I'm editing. <laughs> I've maxed it out day one. What See, is I right? made glamour plates and then it, I linked them to all of my gear. I'm, I'm at the point it. now where if I want to make a new glamour, I say, okay, which one of these do I need to get rid of? Which Look, you know, like <laughs> to, the initial import is too much of a hassle. Like all of the items that I have are on five or six different retainers. So I have to take them out into my inventory, then put them into the commode. No, I don't have time for that. I log on and I raid. I'm not well, gonna log on and do that. It takes like five minutes. Well, but here's the thing. All I will the gear? Actually... It's gonna take forever. <laughs> I will well, if you want all of it, you just put the stuff in that you want to turn into glamour plates. You don't need to put all of it that's, in there. Do you really need your do you really need your your dated sheepskin boots? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah if they have a good look. You use them. Exactly. Like, this is the problem because Honestly, like you're not wrong, Aldino. It did take me hours the first time that I did it. Like it was really annoying when I hit the cap. I got very annoyed. If I Fantasia or anything, the fact that that I'm like, oh my gosh, now I have to take half this gear out again. And I got to find something that looks good on this new race, and then I got put. Like it is super annoying and dumb. Like it should be something. Sorry, I but love you know what? And you know end game takes time and dedication. I mean, it, I mean, you just use it in your retainers and it's just as easy. Glam is endgame, but why can't you click on an item and yeah. then say, put in glamour, you know, like, or whatever it is. Or then, even, yeah. Like, what if you want to take it out and actually use it as an item? 
like that's another problem, right? Because then I have to go back to it and take it back out and then equip it. Because none of my jobs are maximum. Like I think Bard is still level 29. So if I were to throw all the aiming stuff in there, so it's not even a Bard, then I would have to take it back out to then level with it. Like it's just not a good system. So yeah, I just decided not to engage with it. I just wish more than anything in the entire world. <laughs> but yeah. it was like, it was just like when WoW did that update for transmog stuff. Yes. Where you mm -hmm. get like, it's just a catalog, you know? And when you acquire that item, its appearance is just unlocked. And now whether or not you hold on to that item in your inventory is up to you, right? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. maybe you keep it because it has whatever stats that are good for whatever leveling threshold. Maybe you don't. But like I would I would far rather just like have to deal with a smaller inventory for actual items, but have appearances immediately unlock when I acquire that thing than I would have to deal with like, well, now I'm going to convert it into a thing in my wardrobe. Oh, oh, I'm full of things again. I guess I better go take it out. OK, I'm going to put right. it in my bag. Like, you... it just, it drives but, me crazy. But, but programming. I know. You don't have to remove the materia first. Like, if uh, you were to store something that you wore last expansion, do you have to remove the expansion? Materia, I don't think matters. It gets deleted, essentially, it but it does deleted, need to be right. repaired to max, which is also another stupid thing. Just, right. If if you want it to be repaired, I'll, I'll pay the repair cost right there. Don't make me, like, take it out, run to an NBC, or take it out, repair it in there. And, like, just do it. These are <laughs> all the... Die. Yeah, so that's good. Uh, the one thing I also really like about it is you can, uh, if you're like, I'm making a dancer glamour, you can tell it, show me only dancer things. Yes. Mm. So that's, that's yeah, my favorite that's nice. thing about it. And also the fact that it's free inventory. Otherwise, I would still just be using my two retainers because I find it inconvenient to have to go to my in-room. You only have two yeah. retainers? Two retainers for gear? I have seven <laughs> retainers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I have five I have five. Most of those are housing items. Five, and all of them are gear, and I'm not kidding. Yeah. Every yeah, single so one of them. Of mine, most of mine are crafting crafting materials. Yeah. Uh, mine are all gear, like gear, dyes, uh, currencies, yeah. and furnishing. Token. Yeah, yeah, tokens. Now, so now, like, now. All, all of my furnishings are in my house storage, but I mm. have five houses. And now, <laughs> yeah. now when, you, when you say currency, what do you mean by, by currency? Right. Currencies, Totem. including everything. Totems, coins, uh, yeah. raindrops. Because uh, I have actual Beastman currency from 1.0. Oh, still. So, so does then. Or did you yeah. get rid of all of it? No, you still I, have it. I still I have all of those. Case. Right? Yeah. One day, but if you, it's coming if you back. Can right click and convert into currency. You know, it, it does all fall back on the original design of. Yeah. And forgive me, I'm not going to go into it. I, I am a programmer. I have been one for nine years. I have done it for video games, specifically for inventory in video games. Right? It was a bad decision at first, probably. And, <laughs> you know, everything is stored as, as it's an object and it has attributes. And, you know, that's cool. That's easy enough. But once you start putting other objects in it, like materia, and then you want to put it in a list and bring it back out, it's kind of weird. I know it's weird. But other games made the right decision at first. And then they had the system to do it. It's going to suck. I, I don't, they're just going to have to rip it up and redo it. Or we're going to have these half steps forever. And, and, and look, they're never, they're never going to do that. Yeah, so not gonna happen. <laughs> well, 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 
Well, I wouldn't say never because yeah. I mean, we, we have seen them do some pretty yeah. massive changes that for a long time, I was like, they will never do this. I mean, mm -hmm. case in point, the fact that World Visit even exists now, right. like, yeah. I never thought that they would actually do that. Like that that's huge. Let alone now that we're even sort of theorizing like maybe data center, but you know, yeah. like that would be totally mm -hmm. crazy too. So like Notre to answer your question in a long passionate tirade from all of us. Mm. Um, I think the idea here is that we have a lot of half measures, just like Aldito, yeah. like you were saying. We have yeah. a lot of half measures. So just getting an expansion of the glamour dresser and the armoire especially as we get more legendaries, more relics, more artifact, more everything, more gear, more dungeons, more like it it just is not a system that like Aldino was saying was created to be as forward thinking as it needed to be for a game that mm -hmm. has as many cosmetics as Final Fantasy 14. And when we look at other MMOs whether it's WoW or even ESO that I mean everything that you have just kind of like goes into this massive, you know, account wide unlock where it's like, Oh, I got all these, this great, these great looks and these recipes. Yeah. I can use them on a whole bunch of stuff. Like um, it's, it's just not how 14 was designed, but I think it would be something that would be very worthwhile to tear it up mm. and just redo because it but does create a huge problem and it does drive people crazy. In, yeah. in that, that same regard though, and again, I am not a programmer. I spent, you know, my my last year of high school in C plus plus playing RuneScape. All right, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a whole other thing. Um, but like with with the way that the the code and stuff works, so like if you have your character, right, it's wearing a glamour plate, mm -hmm. so the the item data is attributed to your character. That's not going to change if you just you know, have all these things unlocked on your character if you've like acquired the the item. That mm -hmm. item data is still going to be the same when you're you're going into an instance and stuff. So I don't know, I don't know what the solution would be because th it's that that resource cost for the server. I think right. that's the the biggest issue right yeah. now, and I don't know because you're still going to have yeah. that item data attributed to that yeah. character somehow. If anything, it's attributing more item data to your character. So I don't know. It's if where there's... they have the divisions, I think, because in the end room you have access to some long-term storage that you don't somewhere else, I think is really the way that it works uh, because the armoire was there to begin with probably. Yeah. But there's like some in between and it might be that, you know, storing all this as a list is cool. And then when you want to bring it back out, it just takes too long or it is not always right. So you're like, I want to put this stuff on and it's like, okay, but I have to load those items and certain items just, really don't work and they haven't had time to fix the bugs who knows i definitely forgot that in the beginning once you put something in the glamour dresser you could not take it out again yes which is which is mm -hmm. actually i think why i initially never touched it yeah I'm like, right uh, exactly yeah i i, I, I was weary i still played around with it but i'm like i'm not dropping like my alexander stuff in there like not -uh. exactly <laughs> and i think it's like the retrieval of data or like data re related to it like the appearance and the actual item i don't want to speculate i do not work for them like I said, they could be doing something completely different and I could be completely wrong. But there are other ways around it. Like they're saying that if they could get more data storage, maybe they could make it better. So they might not have to rip it up. They might just have to wait for technology to catch up so that they could brute force it, you know? Because mm -hmm. that's what happened to WoW, I'm pretty sure. They got technology and they brute yeah. forced it. Yeah, and it's it's that thing of of you know especially with with uh, world trans or world uh, visiting and stuff. And if we want to expand that more, mm -hmm. um, you have to make a cutoff of what data comes over because that's a lot of data to move, right? Um, so there you go. But I mean, yeah. it's 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 weird because it, this team will make 
big strides and big improvements yeah. on stuff. Like, uh, I was looking at some stuff for the patch, and I was like, oh, right, we're getting flying in ARR zones. Yeah. I was like, I forgot all about Dude. that. Like, sweet. Um, but then this is also the same dev team that comes out with two new races, and they can't all wear hats. So yeah. I they, <laughs> they do cut corners when they can cut corners. So it's, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Got her. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was ranting about that on stream the other day i mean yes it's yeah it's a it's still a thing it will forever be a thing yeah sorry square yeah and at least you have some hats i don't know it's <laughs> no it's not good enough the thing is, the it's, thing it's is not it's it's not like it's not for a major mmo that has some yeah. of the most subscribers that you know out of like it's one of our top mmos like should not be a thing if you're putting a new race in the game. In the game, it needs to have the same functionality right. versus anything else you release. Or why did you release that race? Yeah. I don't understand. But um, all of that aside, my own personal yelling aside, yeah. the game is so good. Like yeah. 14 is so good, and like I love what it does. Like I, I will never not love this game. But there are these things where, like an older design that just was not quite anticipating what you know conveniences mmos would have um it just the ui and some of the stuff within that just got real goofed and coming off mm -hmm. of that 1.0 just got real goofed so they i mean i know it cannot be easy for them to try and answer these questions and they are always thinking about them i mean obviously we got the glamour dresser and we got glamour plates directly in response to something but how they like adapt this to really make it a system that i think allows players to just engage with the incredible gear and designs and artistry and content that they've created as opposed to like frustrating them and prohibiting them and confusing them and taking up way more time than it needs to like when they actually do that we have no idea or how because it, it is tough to also be trying to have an ongoing narrative and a new expansion on the horizon and be like I guess we yeah. also need to completely overhaul all this garbage. <laughs> like, right. It's yeah. it's all about balancing and, you know, trying not to slip on dates. And I mean, it's, it's uh, making a game is intense and making an MMO is even more intense and making an MMO where most of your player base doesn't speak your language is, I don't even understand. Right. <laughs> like that. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. So that so, would be our answer, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we actually answered the part you wanted. Yeah. I think it was in there somewhere, right? Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if we don't see an overhaul, we'll probably, I mean, yeah, they might increase the cap and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the same goes for housing. I would love it if we had more housing furnishing slots. Mm -hmm. And if they fixed a whole bunch of the UI. I saw in chat people saying, like, why not please just make the things that people have to glitch for hours just actually yeah. a part of the housing UI? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, please. I would love that. As somebody who's gotten really into housing, please, please, gods, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> people do some crazy stuff with houses. It's just yeah. yeah. But think about how much more people could do if, like, you know, mm -hmm. it's no. just trying to fight the system to trick it you into doing what you wanted. Put something in the air and turn it. That'd be so amazing. <laughs> just That's put it there. Estate. Yeah. I don't want to put it on the floor and then put a rug under it and then put a loft under it and then the same loft and the same loft and the same loft and the same loft and now yeah. it's in the air. And also people, you didn't put it yeah. up high enough so it's on the ground again. <laughs> people, people. I mean, we uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Sly, he's been on the show before everybody knows Sly, mm -hmm. um, had, a, had a birthday party. And so mm -hmm. in, in this mansion, they had a dance floor and it was actually all elevated. It's so, like you go into like a mansion, right? And it was just like up there. They had all these platforms 
Like they just made yeah. like a completely new floor. Like, oh my god, I can't imagine you go how. Like a dance floor and stuff. It was really cool. Yeah, I can't imagine how long that would have taken it. I just, it's crazy the the things that people are able to do, yeah. and that's just that's by like glitching stuff too. That's not even yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that, yeah, if we don't get an overhaul, which is what's really needed, yes, hopefully we do get an expansion. But, I mean, yeah. we'll just have to see. No, Troy, we, we don't really know. And until yeah. they tell us what's happening, we we don't really have any idea what they're going to do. They surprise yeah. us with ARR flights, so they could surprise yeah. us with an overhaul. They could. At the very least, we do know that they often go back and go, oh, my God, what were we thinking? And yeah. it may take years mm -hmm. and years and years and expansions and expansions, but they do try yeah. and get to the stuff that they know isn't yeah. working. Somewhere I mean, there, there is a team yeah. who works on like houses and storage and things like that, and they're just like, oh, "God, I can't wait to fix this!" Like, yeah. as soon right. as we have time, we're gonna in fix it. In the background, yeah, yeah. Exactly. well, and it, you know, it's it's like we talk about, uh, you know, talking about housing. Like every so often, like we get that update where it's like, "Hey, there's this like furniture thing that we've been wanting yeah. for such a long time," and then like you figure out that like you can't really put anything on a loft, and you're like, "Why even bother?" <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, you yeah. can. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. If it, yeah, if if you Not you know, right. Anyway, there are so all right. many there are so many guides for it. For those yeah. of you in chat and listening, uh, who are interested in these sort of things, just honestly Google it. There, it's yeah. all over YouTube. There are people who have made wonderful guides. Yeah, we can work around it. Yep. Uh, our next question: uh, What new crossover or collaboration events do you want to see happen right. in Final Fantasy fourteen? Oh, so uh, Next we we well, well, well hold up. So so we we did do a show, and I I was I was gonna bring this up. So, um, if you want to listen to what is probably one of the most nonsensical episodes of this show that has ever been done, um, go back and listen to episode one sixty seven. Uh, this dropped at the end of May. Um, I, we we had so many things. I think I I was pushing for like a Seinfeld collaboration at mm -hmm. one point. Um, yeah. it's, it's just, like, what is Seinfeld? How do you do that? It's, it, it was ridiculous. Uh, so, so definitely go check that out. Um, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun to do. Uh, we had, uh, Ethis and Moose join us for that. So we could try and like justify all the, the <laughs> completely stupid crap that we were coming up with. Uh, so yeah, uh, that I got uh, excommunicated from the podcast from because uh, I didn't, because I didn't watch Seinfeld. I do remember that. Oh, I haven't seen oh, Seinfeld right. either. Yeah. It was us that time. Oh, yeah, we were gonna get out. Yeah. <laughs> I, all right, I'm doing the show by myself next week. I can't. Oh my gosh! Wow. Well, well, well is now looking for new uh, podcast members. If you would like to join wow. us <laughs> if you are if you are hip with pop culture, <laughs> let me know. Um, God, this this pop is like my 11 podcast when body. somebody admitted pop to culture. never having seen Star Wars. Have you all at least seen Star Wars? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's yes. all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm personally actually getting into the extended universe now, and I'm finding Star Wars more interesting than ever. Ooh. So old, old EU, old EU, or, or current canonical EU? I mean, uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, no, no. Now you've lost it again. You, you had me in the first half, Zen. Not gonna lie. I started. I started watching uh, the Mandalorian, which everybody yeah. loves. So okay. I think I get current that current one. that's current canonical EU. Current, Back okay. when the but, original movies but, came out. Okay. Um because I was told we broke Ahsoka. Rook. Uh yeah, yes. she did. Oh no. Ahsoka's gonna be in Mandalorian next yeah. season. Yes. I was like, I'm gonna go back and watch Clone Wars, like the series. 
So does that count as old? I think that's old. So yes. no, 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 no. That's it, that's current canon. EU that's canon. That's, so oh, okay, okay. So okay, back, back like in the old novels. Back in the day okay. when Star Wars first came out, there were all these side stories. Like a lot, there was like a crap ton of books and stuff that came out. Like uh, Shadows <laughs> of the Empire for sixty four. That's uh, that was considered original expanded okay. universe. When Disney bought Lucas, yeah. when Disney bought Lucasfilm, all that was scrapped. Yeah. So now only yeah. stuff that that Disney is working on with Lucasfilm that's the new yeah. canon. canon. I mean all the other yeah. stuff is still out there you can read but Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and, and some of that, that stuff so they're bringing funny. back in. Yeah. So like that there was, was so uh yeah. yeah. But technically <laughs> Clone Wars was canon and still is canon. So she's okay. right technically. Ah. So the was the no, no, that's what I was saying. I was saying Clone Wars Clone Wars is canon. Yeah, but then you also yeah. had like uh, books talking about like Admiral Thrawn in the original EU. They actually brought him into current EU. They brought him into Clone, yeah, Clone Wars or Rebels, one of those. But then there's right. like a new book that brings him into the current. Yeah, I mean, there's anyway. There's this a lot. is a, the answer is this Star isn't Wars. a Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> but uh, you know, at least at least you've seen Star Wars. So yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. Collaborations. I yeah. got this. I want to see Persona. Mm-hmm. I want to see. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to see like I don't know, maybe like some cr- Chrono Trigger. Yeah, I want to see Chrono Trigger more oh than I've God. ever wanted. To <laughs> don't do that! Don't do that! You are going to make people think that a new one yeah. is going to be coming, and that's the last thing I think that Square wants. I to want do. to see Chrono Trigger collaboration more than anything in my entire mm-hmm. life. And, oh my god, the music would be banging. It would be so good. It would be so amazing. The story would be incredible, and every piece of gear and everything would be you amazing. Know, that's if, if I had to pick, though, I think I'd rather have the Persona music. Wrong. You're wrong. I'm sorry, Fusion. You, you get wow. out of the podcast now. I'm saying Chrono Trigger has one of the best soundtracks that has ever been made in a video game. There you go. It's incredible. I'm not not saying it's I'm not saying it's bad, but as somebody that has been playing a lot of Persona 4 Golden uh, the last few weeks, uh, Persona 4 and 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 5, their soundtracks are just amazing. They are absolutely amazing. I would rather listen to those over Chrono Trigger any day. Hmm. I am offended and upset, and I'm never gonna be Okay. okay again. All right. Um, well, it's 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 been so nice having you on the show for really for this great. past year. Um, I hope you have a have a great rest of your life. And uh... it's funny because I I don't even I I, I can't pick one or the other. It, it's like back when uh, when Brian was on, and it was always like Fusion and Zen, and then I would be in the middle, or you know, like Fusion and Brian and Zen, I would be in the middle. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're both good. I. I don't know which one I'd like to see more. I'm a little bit afraid of Chrono Trigger because I feel as though that that one's closer to my heart, and if they mess it up, I'd be more upset. Oh, mm. right. Okay. I, I, yeah, I think yeah. the, the 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 problem that Square as a company runs into if they do a Chrono Trigger collaboration is mm-hmm. so you guys are making a third one now, right? <laughs> like that's that's are. the thing. They should, and, and it's amazing. Yeah. I just look as somebody who played Chrono Trigger as an adult. Mm. I didn't even play it great. I don't even have the nostalgia. I played it as an adult and okay. it has become one of my absolute favorite RPGs. Like yeah. I have never been so surprised by a game. It, it It's, it's just gorgeous. Like mm-hmm. it's just unbelievable. And the sprite animation is just phenomenal. And the music, like I've listened to so many orchestral reimaginings of the music. Now, uh, Chrono mm-hmm. Cinematic is amazing. If you haven't mm-hmm. heard that one, like, yeah, it's, it's just like, 
what an incredible story that so many people now just don't know anything about. Right. And like, it was so creative and innovative and like the branching plot light and like the different outcome, like it's just really neat. I think that would be one that would be super cool. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd just like to see some more anime crossovers. <laughs> Like, we okay. don't have any, we don't have any, but I just found out that, like, in Fantasy Star Online 2, people were able to get, like, Megumin explosions recently. <laughs> and, like, maybe I want I mean, some explosions. There, yeah. there, there would be some precedent for that, because they did have that, that collab years ago when we still didn't have PSO2. You know, they had, uh, yeah. what, what did they get? They got Odin. They can fight Odin in yeah. PSO2. Um, so, I mean, okay, if we finally got the other half of that, okay sure yeah you know, why really why not why not yeah it's it's really hard because like persona i can conceptualize really easy with all the stuff with memoria or whatever it was like that's persona 5 enjoy you're in someone's brain you know like you're in someone's memories you're in someone's mind castle easy Technology. Me memoria did you mean mementos Memen mementos no i mean Mem in 14 what was the name of that instance that you fought Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. That's what um, I mean. They could use Yeah, that. yeah. Okay, I, I got you now. Yeah. It's you close to Memento, that. so I was like, are you just yeah. not remembering the Persona thing? Or Okay, no. we're good. Same page. Yeah. All right. But, like, if... I mean, that's an easy way to get Persona 5 into this game. Done. You know? <laughs> like, that's it. You go into someone's memories, mind... You gotta, you gotta go inside the TV! Yeah. What's a TV? Oh... <laughs> Yeah, four is a little bit harder, but five is easier. Do you, do you have that random Omega furniture piece in your house? That's kind of like a TV. <laughs> Wouldn't that There's be amazing? Saucer going the the like. Side only 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 Taru Tarus can fit in it though, so we're gonna have some issues I mean, with that. Yeah, you just go into the level checker. There you go. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I keep yeah. trying to think of video games that I'm currently currently into, uh, mm -hmm. and the first one that comes to mind is Vermintide. But I don't know that I would want to see uh, <laughs> mm. like Warhammer yeah. <laughs> crossed over with. I don't that know. would be so wild. That would be so weird. <sighs> oh, I got I got your We've collaboration. Had enough issues with Moon. Yeah. It was a Red Moon, Green Moon. Let's pass. Let's not do it. <laughs> or or we we talked a little bit earlier about being the errand boy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Death Stranding. Oh no, no! Just I don't take want it. all these packages. Manage your balance. Don't fall anywhere, and you just have to deliver packages. Death game. Look, yeah, a, death little, game. a little, a little BB minion. <laughs> I think that Death Stranding was brilliant, and it has never. I've never seen a game that took something that, as a premise, sounds so terribly boring, but actually is incredibly <laughs> engrossing. And, and also, and again, soundtrack for Death Stranding, amazing. I mean, soundtrack is amazing. Absolutely amazing. I don't know if it would work at fourteen. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I would yeah. like to see at some point some sort of all Final Fantasies event, sure. which hmm. I. That would be absolute mayhem. We, we, we have that. It's it's know. called Tetramaster. <laughs> no, it's not good enough. What I want is like you mean like a Dissidia crossover. Yeah, I like, yeah, I, yeah. I would like to yeah. be able to get some of the main heroines' outfits. Yes, from... yes, the ladies' outfits. Mm -hmm. Yes, from anything. I would mm -hmm. love that. Yeah, I agree. It's, I mean, it's very cool that that we have you know Cloud and Squall and blah blah blah. But where is like Beatrix or Quistis? Yeah. I, Thank yes. you. Why is Quistus the one you go to and not Renoa? I'm, I, I'm just I'm curious. Because Quistus is a queen. Yes. So you see her? Sucks. No, I love I love Renoa too. Okay. She could, she yeah, got Doggo. You can have little Doggo minion. The dog is fine. The dog is great, but Renoa's like 
Chris or uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I agree. Quistus is a badass. Quistus is right. Yeah, Quistus is a badass. Um, how about a Miyazaki crossover? Studio Ghibli. Oh yeah, that'd be cute. Okay. He okay. went away. Look how extended that trip away was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we all love eight here. Um, but yeah, the the waifus are going to be a point of contention. That's just the way. I, I you be. know, I, on on that note, I am super surprised we didn't get like a Tifa and Aerith costume when remake came out. Yeah, seriously, or or anything for that. Yeah. I was very yeah. surprised. I yeah. feel like they're going to do a belated event on it, but mm-hmm. I I mean, I have no idea, honestly. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's weird because right because you have the the cloud costume but that was like a veteran reward and they don't really do mm-hmm. when are we gonna get our next like subscription reward thing like whatever that what happened to that sure. idea no, or like a mount for pet like the last mount they did was that tiny underwhelming dog and, and i'm so yeah. mad at him <laughs> he's cute and he's funny <laughs> but i was like I've been slaving away in the gold saucer barely holding on yeah. to my sanity to try and get that fender mount and then Fender's mouth. And then when that dog came out, I was like, oh my God, it's like a fire version. I'm spared. Finally, I can use all yeah. the feathers. And my Highlander looked absurd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would I would love to see them. And this is, I mean, this is something I think when, when they announced Gold Saucer, I'm like, they should just dump all these Final Fantasy character cosmetic stuff into Gold Saucer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's, that's how you do it, right? Of course, now we have the Mock Station. Um, yeah. But I, I am I am surprised that we don't have more and that we don't have any female ones, especially like all yeah. the character outfits that we've all gotten are are yeah. yeah, that's it. Lightning. Um and, oh, and no, even we then we have Yuna's. Yeah. Oh Yuna and the, T- yeah, and Titus. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But that was, but that was fan fest. Those, too. That was those were yeah. those were a little different because they that was an event and that was fan fest stuff. So I would love it if they would come out, give us uh, a Renoa to compliment the squall, give us like a an Aerith to compliment the cloud, give us uh yeah. uh not not Beatrice, but like a dagger one to compliment the the Zidane and then whoever the, the female that, protagonist that none would of be from females are the badasses. Just saying. No, they're not. I want you the know, badass it... ones. Yeah, I mean, they're just not the second billing character in I, any of those I games. Get it. Right. I, I understand. Yeah, it it makes sense. Absolutely. But why? I want the badass one. Well, I'm surprised, honestly, that we don't have a Lulu outfit in game. Yeah, seriously. Like, that's one that seemed like an absolute no-brainer to me. I was they, like... Do they <laughs> I, wanted, I, wanted, I would love to see how they do that outfit on a, on a male character. It give would me, be amazing. Yeah. Give me a, 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 a Rothgar with the Lulu cosmetic that's on it would be cool that's right? my dream i would love yeah. it i mean the Al- alternatively give me yeah. give me the renoa costume and then a machinist gun that just looks like a dog <laughs> <laughs> totally works i think that's a good maybe idea. have it have it bark when it shoots can we square can we <laughs> that would be so good oh. zen is like oh my god I mean, all all I can think of when I think of that poor dog is Renoa's like, all right, it's time to have an attack. I'm gonna stick my fist up my dog's ass. And then there's a really good, in. there's a there's a really fun fan comic that I love. It's uh where where she does like the Angelo launch or whatever, and then you just yeah. see them like splattered with blood. They're like, why did you yeah. think that was a good idea? Yeah, it's no good. Oh, but really but yes, uh, if you want to hear more more uh, crazy collaboration ideas, uh, episode one sixty seven. Make sure to uh, <laughs> yeah. to go and check that out. Um, it's a good one. It it's, is. It is fantastical. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, 
our last question here that we have is uh, we are currently in the middle of a content drought with understandable circumstances. Uh, there are th uh, two things currently pushing me away. Uh, first, the lack of content, and two, uh, 2020 has me depressed, so the things that I once enjoyed, I no longer enjoy. Um, are any of you feeling this at all? Uh, and what are you doing to uh, stay engaged at this time? So, uh, yeah, content is it's it's rough because we are in a lull and it's it's we're further out from the patch than we normally are because of the work from home shift. Um, and you know, a couple things that we've said before is there are a lot of things to do in this game. Um, and it's it's probably very rare that you are going to be somebody that has completed absolutely everything that there is to do in this game. Um, so in that regard, right, it's like there's always going to be something, right? Um, however, even if there is something, like, uh, uh, there's just still a lot of stuff I haven't done, right? But for example, like the original, like, sightseeing logs, I could care less about those. I am not mm -hmm. going to do those. So that's content I haven't done yet, but I don't care. Um, and <laughs> so... In, in, in that Those note, are right, actually it, the most trying, trying ones, most difficult ones. The original ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like on that note, like you could take a break. It's, it's okay to take a break. Um, there's, there's a lot of games coming out, um, and that have been coming out. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's totally fine to, to take a break and play something else for a little bit and then, and then come back with the patch. Um, Yoshida-san has actually encouraged that several times over the, over the past mm -hmm. few years. So um, I think that's, you know, that's definitely something to consider. Um, you could also try like leveling different jobs if you want. Like I've, I've recently geared my, my summoner. Um, boy, was that, I, I haven't touched my summoner since the end of heaven's word. Mm. So I loaded it up and oh my gosh, the amount of like crossed out yeah, abilities on my hot yep. bar. And oh boy, has that been interesting. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, stuff like that, um, that I've, I've been doing to, to try and, uh, you know, keep myself engaged with 14, but I've also been like persona Four golden just came out on PC. I've been playing a whole bunch of that with a wife. We've been enjoying that. Um, GameStop had uh persona five Royal on sale. So I picked that up too. Cause what the hell, why not? But then like death stranding is out on PC this week. Halo three is out on, on PC this week. Uh, ghost of Tsushima is coming out. Uh, last of us two came out a couple weeks ago. Like there's so many other games that you can play too. So um, don't feel, I mean, obviously, you know, budgets aside and stuff, maybe this is, where your money is going and this is all you have there's 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 definitely still things you can do but uh if you're not having fun don't force yourself to do more i think is also important like you know it's it's keep your sanity in check as well <laughs> i'm uh normally one of those players who plays the whole way through from patch to patch uh and with this particular content low i have started playing other games don't feel mm -hmm. guilty about it uh like i said i I normally don't take breaks from this game and I'm not necessarily on a break, but I'm definitely doing less in it. Um, I have completed the raid tier. I haven't completed ultimate. I can't find friends who want to do it. I have uh, maybe like two thirds of my static are like, yeah. And then the other two, yeah. <laughs> I would right. get in there. Is that I had the same problem with my static, but I'd be all right. I'd give it a go with me. <laughs> It started Alexander. We made it through the first phase. So I mean, me too. All right. So <laughs> I'm glad I said something. Anyway, um, apparently I'm playing Final Fantasy again. Never mind. No. Uh, Talk so to your yeah, friends, um, baby. There's something you can yeah, do together. Yeah. Go figure. Uh, I was going to suggest crafting. If you haven't caught up with crafting, um, some old yeah. stuff you could do. Uh, someone in chat suggested 
Beastman dailies. Mm-hmm. I personally kept up with those the whole time, so I am super done with those. But again, like in-game content and certain crafting things, I haven't done all my if, crafting. If you're kind of in yeah. this this state of mind where it's like, I should probably log into 14, but I don't know what to do. Um, take a job that's not a cap and just run whatever like level equivalent beast beastman tribe quest that you can do. Yeah. Like that's that's what I you know what what I would do is I'd at least log in when I was like taking my gunbreaker and my my red mage up. Um I would just be like, well, you know, I should at least run dailies. They only take a few minutes and that's a decent chunk of XP. So I might as well, you know, um obviously that, you know, it's not a huge time investment, so you go back mm-hmm. to being bored pretty quick, but you know, it's it's something to do. Um, crafting again. Um, that's a really great idea right now, especially with um, the the they break we have right now all the relics. with Ishgard. Yeah. If you yeah. wanna if you wanna build build up all your relics for the job, there's a lot of stuff like... to try for in there. Um, you can work on getting uh, some of the other rewards from um, the Ishgard stuff. Uh, gathering and diadem is super easy. Um, gathering for the 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 beastman dailies now for Shadowbringers. Like, there's it's so easy to get the stuff leveled up. But it's also like super chill. Like if you want to do gathering and crafting, just hop into the diadem, load up. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 it can be very chill. Load up your Spotify, jump into diadem for a couple hours, and then you know craft for another thirty minutes after that, and you you you'll progress quite a bit with all mm-hmm. that stuff. So but that's it's also that's my main suggestion is mm-hmm. uh, crafting um crafting relics, regular job relics, um and then. The other thing that I've been doing is ESO. It's I I heard really bad things about ESO to start, but now it's it's really gone through a change and I quite like it. Uh there's some you need mods. You absolutely need mods to play that game because there are some big quality of life things that are missing, like a mini map. Mm. It's it's very hard to play that game without a mini map. Look at right. look at your eyes. Fusion's eyes got so big. How do you not I mean, have a mini map in 2020? Like I play it with no mods, but people always lose their minds when they find out that I play it with yeah. no mods. <laughs> right. I, uh, I, I guess I've been spo- honestly I've been spoiled by fourteen. There's a lot of sure. excellent quality of life stuff in fourteen, mm-hmm. and and some of that stuff is missing in ESO, and I just I needed it. I needed yeah. it. But it's, <laughs> really, it's much easier to mod ESO. Like yeah. ESO yeah. Has so much easier. We yeah. have supported mods and stuff, yeah. so it's not like yeah. Right. Kind of like, um, wow. It's not illegal. <laughs> yeah um let's see what else oh they have my i think my favorite mod well no two there's two two of my favorite mods i i hate their uh their auction house ish system it's not really an auction house they have thousands of different merchants that are specific to guilds that are just spread out across the map and if you don't have all that stuff unlocked you can't get to all the merchants and it's an awful system i don't know why they would do this it's it's very immersive quote unquote i guess but it's terrible it's it's like uh 1.0's uh market, market wards remember the market wards a sea of mannequins and maybe uh, maybe one of those has the thing you're looking for but there is a website okay you, mm-hmm. you go ahead oh no i was gonna say it's actually kind of interesting because like because of that there are trading specific guilds yeah because guilds have to like place like uh, bids on those storefronts each week and so, like, each week they have to pay to get that spot so that they can sell yep. outside of the guild. Like, it's very interesting. We had, we had that in 1.0. They had, they had the different stalls. You could pay to rent the stall. Yeah. Oh, my it gosh. Was, okay. That was such it's cool. That was t- it's so a core. 
it's a cool system unless you want to like be able to find something unless Mm. yeah okay so (laughs) (laughs) so you have to a lot of you have to be in a guild basically you have to be in a trade guild to sell anything there is no market board that you can walk up to and sell things unless you're selling stuff to npcs Mm -hmm. and i find that incredibly inconvenient uh there are some guilds that don't require you to do anything except be in the guild and sell things and then there are the majority of the guilds that are like pay your 10k dues a week and i'm like i'm new i can't afford that but i have to be in this guild to make real money uh there's a little bit of lenience around but it's it's just i feel like it's an overcomplicated system moving on from that there is a mod that there are two mods actually um what that will help you figure out the price to sell stuff by gathering data from mm-hmm. everything else mm-hmm. in the world mm. uh, to tell you what other people have this stuff up from. Uh, so it becomes very similar to the market board in that way, sure. but it's it's just like broken down, inconvenient version of it. And then my other favorite mod is called Beam Me Up. And uh, it basically makes a list of uh, all the people in the areas in, uh, of the guilds you're in. Uh, because the way the teleporting works in that game is if you have a friend or somebody in a guild, you can right click and teleport to them. It doesn't cost you anything. So it just it makes you a little a little list that you can just click on and go automatically uh, to that area if somebody that you quote unquote know is in that area. And it's mm. it's very free to teleport. I like free things. Uh, so <laughs> kind yes. of kind of what Zen is saying. Um, and I'll like. So, like, first off, I think everybody's saying, like, don't be afraid to take a break. Don't be afraid to do something really different is totally on point. I mean, I even find that I like to experiment with MMOs that are wildly different than the ones that I play. Something like ESO is a really fun contrast to 14 because, you know, when you start an MMO, that's the time when you're really going to be spending the most time and energy kind of investing, getting leveled, doing all that stuff. So, like, at any given time, having kind of like an off MMO that you can pop into um, can be fun yeah. just to like go get a little taste of something or do something different or like feel that kind of initial push and in leveling stuff as opposed to being at the end of the game. And I mean, some of them out there are really wildly different. Guild Wars 2 ESO play similarly in a sense, but then, you know, of course, there's a ton of other stuff. Fantasy Star Online 2 right now. Um, there's There's so many different games that are out and that you could definitely try. When it comes to like sustaining stuff in 14, I think that like I've found, especially this go around and especially because, I mean, we've all been there. I think we're all tired. We're all low on energy. Some weeks are better than others. There are some days where I'm just like, oh, I cannot be bothered with anything. I'm so, I'm so exhausted. Like, I don't even know. Um, and I found that at least for me personally, the more social elements of 14 have really like given me a lot of joy right now. So like I have been getting just super invested in RP. Like, but even if RP is not for you, there's a lot of other fun social time events, special events, performances, uh, joining a discord that's like, um, yeah, like an event discord for your data center. Uh, And you can find those sometimes even just by like shouting in the game, you can find them through Reddit, you can find them through like shouting out in other Final Fantasy discords you're on. Does anybody have a, you know, a discord that I could get an invite to that's about Mm. X or Y? Um, those sorts of things. I mean, Fusion and I were both at Sly's birthday party last week, and that was like a wild change of pace. Like right? going to that birthday party, and we're standing in line, and there's just like a million people, and they had all kinds of stuff. And like the group that coordinated that Allure Lounge also does um, social events and parties and all sorts of things that 
you know, you don't necessarily have to RP at if you don't want to, but like they had an artist there doing sketches of people's characters. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that till I saw somebody post them on Twitter. I'm like, there's like a character. I'm like, what? I know. It's like, absolutely insane. There are a lot of different free companies, groups, social groups, housing groups that are doing a lot right now. And I think it can be a really great time to kind of like get into those more social things um, and just try it. And like, personally, like I said, RP has been great for me. And like, I found, um, I made some alts and I, you know, started bringing my characters over to Mateus and um, I've got like a group there that I'm affiliated with. And they do even like on uh, Sundays every week, a weekly mini D&D hunt. So like we go into Roll20 and we like RPR characters and there's some sort of monster Jeez. and people come in and there's like a very simplified rolling system. So like, even if you don't know how to do D&D, it's super accessible. And that has been so fun. Um, but even just reaching out to people, people that you know that might be interested in trying their own new MMO and saying like, hey, can I help you get through 14? Like, let's let's tackle it together. Or reaching out to friends and people that you know and just being like, hey, I am feeling kind of out of it, kind of sad, kind of depressed. I'm struggling right now. Could we maybe just coordinate like this week? I don't know, like palace or something. Or could we just like goof around and do a social night or... Um, that can be really great too if you want to stay in 14, but like there's not content. Like maybe you've done a ton of other actual content, but you're looking for people just to hang out with. There's so many creative outlets. Um, and even on Twitch, I mean, even just staying in touch with the game with broadcasters, podcasts, all those things like us, like anyone else, right? Like hey. it can be great to stay connected to the game, even if you're not in the game yourself. I don't know about you guys, but my online friends and my real life friends only have a couple of bridges in between a pointing at mm -hmm. Charles. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, so they're, they're pretty, they're pretty separate groups for the most part. Uh, I've actually been doing a lot more with my real life friends now that they are also stuck at home. <laughs> sure. But, but online, like for example, they all played ESO way before I did. And so now that I'm playing it with them, we kind of like eventually made the click and I've been playing with them and it's really fun to be, interacting with people that i normally see face to face online and like because they they live kind of far away uh for the most part as well and i don't know just don't forget that you have friends everywhere literally well theoretically you have friends everywhere i have friends everywhere and you can you can reach out to all the different groups and be like hey i know this isn't normally your cup of tea but if you're bored do you want to try this with me so yeah, absolutely. Uh, everything that Rick said about that, like if you if you don't feel good or if you notice a friend of yours is is having a hard time, like just talk to them more, reach out more. Yeah, You'll so many games really have like online co-op. Um, there's yeah. a lot of free stuff you can play online as well. Um, and I know people will be like, oh my gosh, but like Epic Game Store has is always giving out free games. Like there's some good. Like yeah. they gave out like Civ Six, I think like a month or two ago. Like. Get some friends together, play Civ. You'll there's your month. Like there you go. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's hard for me to say what to do during a content drought because I don't interact with the content all that much in the first place. However, funnily enough, because of things outside of the game uh, that I'm going to be coy about for now, I want to start a project in which I take a new character, I get the Shadowbringers, and I go through the first. Because I really like the lore of the first for reasons. Um, you know, like something outside of the game made me go, hmm, I kind of want to look at the lore of the first to to think about it. You know, like maybe there's a segment of the game that you're like, you know what, maybe I will pop into New Game Plus to see it again. 
or you know maybe there's a job specifically that you haven't interacted with that you really want to like not even for oh i just wanted to be max level because i want to know how it works or maybe i might want to raid on it in the future like this is the perfect time to just hop in do beastman tribe you know tribe quests do i like this do i like mm-hmm. that and if you don't that's fine you know like yeah it's a good time to just try some things you know yeah and there's a lot of new players right now too so i mean if you're somebody who uh, feels comfortable kind of like reaching out to people i mean if you're a mentor or something like that too or you know you're close to achieving it or you can achieve it um, it's a great time to just like go to Sprouts and just talk to them or like hop in that novice network and try to be a more positive voice if your novice network is a, a filth fest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Our, our novice network on Zolera is really good and I'm so proud of it. And people are so yeah. nice in there and like genuinely helpful. Um, I've just heard stories of the other ones, but um, you know, like if you are finding that your FC is kind of quiet or like your other groups, reach out to those new players in the game, ask them what they're doing, offer help in the chat, run those mentor roulettes. There's amount you can get from it. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Um, but like there are ways to reach out and sometimes like shake up our connections in the game. Even if you just make a new character on a new server and just like try out a a handful of FCs and just try to meet some new people. I mean, obviously take care of yourself and like, make sure that like, you know, you're not like in an uncomfortable situation in an FC or like, you know, you're, you're looking for good connections, but like, Sometimes it's fun just to kind of shake up how you approach the game and engage with the game and try to do something like very different. Um, And that can make it feel fresh and introduce you to some new people while you do. Mm -hmm. Even go to a different like data center. If you Mm. are up for the task of completely leveling a new character, jump on a a new data center and do it there so that you can meet new people, maybe take friends with you. You can do it together. That way, when when your friend Sly has a party on Primal, you already have a character. <laughs> exactly. You know, that, see, that, I, that was my thing. I, I have the character on Primal already, mm-hmm. so so I'm sitting over there. I needed to get invited uh, or friend listed so I could teleport because it was in Shiragane, and I'm just like level one. And then we get there, everybody's wearing blue, and I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Let's. Oh, I don't have dying unlocked. <laughs> I was like, I'm like Rick, can you die this? This is the only only piece of gear that I can actually trade. Can you dye this and then trade it back to me? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but I don't have any dye on this character. So we had to pilfer some dye from a Lalafell. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was it was a whole thing. We're, 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 we're standing in line. The, the, the Lalafell is walking up and down the line with this little snack cart full of blue dragoon dye. Yeah. I, something near and dear to my heart. And if I had more time, I would do more of it is, you know, there is a lot of, I don't know, ownership and fun to come out of being really good at that job, too. You know, like you take a job that maybe you're interested in and you you maybe use it like you just day to day use it. Maybe you've done extreme primals or something like that. This is a great time to dive into the theory crafting. You know, if you're bored, Mm -hmm. why not find out why? Hey, when I do this before this, it kind of feels weird. I hate when that happens. Why? Let's look it up. You know, like there is there are so many levels of understanding to each one of the jobs that aren't really apparent at first. You know, like th- there's so many deeper level things that are really fun to dive into if you're if you're into that sort of thing. Sure. But this is a perfect time for that because what else are you gonna do? That like, that same go- note too. It's you know, you could jump in older content and be like, let's yeah. see which extremes I can solo. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you know. Like the mastery of a job. This is the perfect time to do that sort of thing. 
Cool. There's a lot of stuff to do. Try it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and as a quick note, and this is just something that I'll just tack on here a little mm-hmm. bit. Like a lot of people are really struggling with their mental health during all of this. Um, and this is something that we've seen a lot in the community and in the streaming community and, you know, in content creation and just beyond in our guilds and our free companies, um, in our friends groups. If you yourself are struggling, don't be afraid to reach out. And there's so many resources. There's so many websites. Um, you can always ask. I mean, so many people are happy to pass those on. But uh, don't feel like right now, just because we are alone or having to socially distance, that there aren't ways to still be alone together. So try to make sure that like, if you are really struggling and it goes just outside of content drought and it goes more into like, I think I really am struggling with depression or other things right now, that you're not afraid to reach out. Um, and especially now too, there are so many people who are doing remote calls and talk and, and, and feel, you know, they're there for you. So just, you know, keep an eye on yourselves, take care of yourselves, all that good stuff, drink water, sleep, yes. eat food. Like there's a lot of little things that go into it, but um, your mental health is never a little thing and just make sure you're taking care of yourself. So. I like how Zen's cat, like we're talking about like mental health and the cat's like, would you like to see a cat? I'm here. Just, just <laughs> right, just right coming right off the hey. side of the screen. Just like meow. What's up? <laughs> um, okay. But yeah. Um, so definitely, definitely reach out. Um, things, things are crappy for a lot of people right now. Um, and for in more for more reasons than one. So, uh, look out for each other. Um, upcoming things. There's a lot of upcoming things. Um, so last week we didn't have an episode. Uh, we we re- reran uh, a couple episodes, but we actually had a meeting, which is something that we rarely do. Um, but we 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 had a meeting because there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, so uh, next live letter is going to be July 22nd, um, and that is going to be at 4 a.m. Pacific. So ooh, that's okay. That's early. <laughs> they usually are. Bread but, time. Yeah, <laughs> bread time be making uh, making making the coffee that morning um mm-hmm. so uh that means that uh saturday on the 25th uh that'll be our live letter episode discussion uh then on the 11th currently uh patch 5.3 is set to release which means on the 15th will be our hands-on episode on the 18th uh we are turning 11 years old here at eighth right radio uh we are old I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just we, we, we have, we have, we have been around, um, and so we will be doing something. Then uh, details are uh, being worked on right now. Um, then on the twenty second, that'll be our patch five point three review show, and then on the 29th will be our five point three lore cast. So we have a lot of stuff coming up, which is so refreshing after these last couple months of mm-hmm. like. So what are we gonna talk about this week? um so yeah lots of lots of fun coming up so uh make sure to uh stay tuned to gamer escape and uh to a three radio for those uh was there anything else that uh that anybody wanted to add before we close this out no no i just patch 5.3 cannot be here fast enough <laughs> yeah basically. right any 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 other any other like pop culture things we want to admit to have never seen or <laughs> Uh, I've never seen Terminator. Mm. The Godfather. Fusion uh, his eyes went so big. God. <laughs> People always just, forget when I'm like, I've never seen The Godfather. I've never I seen just, The I Godfather. Can't. There we go. I just, I just oh. can't. I got mine. Mine is Firefly. 
Yeah. Serenity. Yeah, I've never seen any episode. Nope, I, not I one. feel like you I would, would like love it. it. I would love yeah. it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, just one day, just sit down, watch that. Oh, one. man. <laughs> All right. That is going to do it for this week. Uh, if you want, you can email us either at radiogamerscape.com. You can find us uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and Discord at Gamerscape. Gamers, uh, Discord.gg slash Gamerscape. We have an A-Threat Radio channel on there uh, where you can join us talk about the show. Um, we also want to give a shout out to everybody supporting us on uh, Twitch or the show via you know subs or retweets, anything like that. We greatly appreciate that. Um, and again, you know, remember to just hang it out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and remember, uh, you know, lots of lots of crazy stuff going on right now. So uh, be there for one another. Uh, take care of each other. Be excellent to each other, uh, as Bill and Ted would say. And uh, we will see you all here later. Bye, everybody.